Hello, hello, and good morning, green team. Happy, happy, beautiful spring day. I'm so excited to be with you today, and we have such a fun show that is full of just amazing energy. We're going to be talking with Brigitte Mars and Bethy Lovelight about this idea of get off your grass and how to create an edible landscape. And these are two amazing, creative, just loving women um, that that it's going to be so fun to to chat with them. So I'm going to bring them on in one second. I want to just remind you of a couple things next week on our show on the Green Team Academy podcast. We're going to be talking with Beverly Grant, and she is a dear friend of mine who has um, started the the Mo Better Greens Marketplace, the Seeds of Power Unity Farm, and um, has all kinds of ideas of how to to bring local food and healing into communities. Um, and so that's going to be an awesome talk. So I hope that you can join us for that. And also the 2021 International Climate Action Challenge kicks off on August 18th. So if anybody that you know has an idea for something they want to see happen in their community, we invite you to participate. And we have scholarships. We have a, a five-video series. You can jump in and learn all about it. Um, so that's at climateactionchallenge.net. Um, so awesome. And we've got Bigger Al-Islam. Hello, joining us from Uganda. Good morning or evening where you are. Thanks for being here, Bigger. Um, Bigger is doing all kinds of cool things in Uganda with youth planting trees and um, doing incredible stuff. So we're all on the same, we're all on the same team here. Mm -hmm. So good morning, Brigitte and Bethy Lovelight. Good morning. Good morning. <laughs> it's so great to be with you. I just, this is like a dream come true. So I'm so happy. Thank you so much. We're delighted to be with you today. Thank you so much for having us. Thank you. Um, so how about Bethy Lovelight? Do you want to start with just kind of an intro on why a little bit about yourself and why you are passionate about, because I know you're a musician, you have all these things going on, and why this topic about getting out there and changing the way that we're using our landscape. Absolutely. So I'm a conscious hip hop musician. I sing for truth and beauty and goodness and the plants and the bees and clean air and just a, a better world. And Music and harmony and vibration are such an important part of our health because every word and vibration is coming in and affecting our chakras and our body and our mind and our spirit. And it's so important that this food that we're taking in is free of pesticides and is, is watered with clean water and that we're able to radiate health. And so right now there's so many wild weeds coming up out of the ground and we've been having wild weed salads and to eat something that is, is wild affects, I feel like it affects my DNA and it affects, it activates the wild inside of me, which then allows me to feel more free and more activated. And so for me, it really is about radiant health. And that's such an important part of my sovereignty and my freedom, because then I'm able to think clearly and see clearly and make better decisions and feel excited about life and radiate health. So that's kind of what it's all about for me. So 
Well, and you're demonstrating that right now. So it's really fun to be able to convey that uh, in real time. So thank you for that intro. And how about you, Brigitte? I've I've known about you forever. I raised my kids in, in Niwot and always thought we would get our act together to go on a an herbal walk, but we were all we're being quite wild ourselves <laughs> and traveled around the world quite a bit. Um, but anyhow, I'm just so happy to to be connecting with you. But yeah, do you want to give kind of an intro and tell us why you have come to this point right now where you're reminding people of this beautiful resource that we have? Surely, Joan. Well, uh, Brigitte Mars, I'm a medical herbalist, and that means I help people to heal their health issues using natural plant medicine. And many years ago, I lived in a teepee in the Ozarks and, and lived pretty much off of wild edible foods. And I live downtown Boulder, Colorado now. And, you know, I see this is really a huge issue. We are using a third of our nation's water to water grass. And, you know, you walk around a neighborhood and it's just grass, grass, grass and pesticides, applied signs. And so we're really, you know, on a mission to get people to rethink this, because not only does it mean that we are obtaining our food from somewhere else, having to use gas to go buy our food, you know, if people were to use that water, and probably even a lot less of it because grass is a very water intensive crop, but then people will use gasoline to mow the grass down that they worked so hard to grow. So what if we rethink that? And it means we might have to change those antiquated homeowner association bylaws about like, you can only grow grass, but you know, we are, our planet is in peril and the time to wake up is right now. And to think that the government's going to do it. No, they've got their lawns themselves with big bills, watering all that grass. So um, there's many things people can plant that provide pollination for the bees. And we'd like people to think about growing food and, or medicinal herbs on their lawn and using that water more wisely. And it really comes down to save time, save money, save your health, save the bees, help oxygenate the planet. It really is an opportunity that we can all benefit from. You know, teach your kids about what's what. You know, surely there's a few poisonous plants out there. But a lot of the things that we've been conditioned to think are weeds are actually edible and medicinal plants. That's, that's a great intro. And I, I think kind of building on what Bethy Lovelight mentioned as far as the sovereignty, I think the, you know, this idea of like decolonizing our relationship to nature. So just go straight to nature and eat the good stuff rather than going through all this, this humankind craziness that we've built up between ourselves. Um, so this is this is a beautiful example of that. Um, and so I was thinking maybe let's try and let's see if this is going to work to share uh, a minute of the video. I think let's start with the song and the the long gone song. I love the beginning of this. So let's let's see if we can make this happen. We practiced earlier. I should say I practiced because I always need a little. Um, practice so the long gone song and then we'll talk about it a bit more yep. 
actually, okay, you know what? I'm on the wrong one. Hold on for a second. Let me try this again. And, and this is really an opportunity to show that, you know, we can all use our voice, our art to convey a message. So we all need to be doing something. And this is one of the That's things great. we're doing. <laughs> yeah, I think it's just such a great example. Okay, so I'm going to try this. It's dandelion. That was the one that that has the the mowing in the beginning, right? sunshine and you can make a salad right out your door and it's fresher than anything at the store dandelion you're so dandelion oh dandelion we love you so uh, we're gonna let you grow yeah cause everybody knows uh, pesticides got to go the bees are dying oh no let the wise meat grow i love that and i i think what you guys are doing that's so interesting to me is you know this this isn't a new message mm -hmm. And yet when, when I had, I had the experience of moving back to Denver to stay with my mom and she'd been in the same house for almost 50 years at that point, a big, huge lawn. And I was like, what the heck this we've been hearing since the seventies, at least mm -hmm. that we need to convert our lawns to something else. That's not so water using and pesticide using. And that's what, that's what spurred me to start the Congress park green team. And, and so that's one thing I want to mention too, is that if you're wanting to make this change, I really recommend that people start a team because it, it takes everything to get people to, to change. And, and what, what you're doing is using everything that you've got music and books and classes and, and really dedicating yourself to, to making that happen. Um, let's let's do another minute of the other song as well. Um, so I'm going to bring that up. And while you're bringing that up, I want to yeah. say that dandelions in the yard actually help to aerate the soil and make the soil healthier for other plants to grow too. They, you know, there's nothing poisonous or dangerous about the dandelions. How did we lose our way to think that it's it was worthy to spray? toxic chemicals that end up in the water and air. Like, we gotta change that. <laughs> 
You're right. We've been talking about it for, I've been talking about it for 50 years and not everybody has been, but wake up America and smell the dandelions. <laughs> All right. And uh, let's see, Bigger is just saying the dandelion song is so captivating and he needs to do a, a collaboration with you guys. So <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. He's doing amazing stuff in, in Uganda with the Rakai youth for action development. Um, so let's go ahead and share this, the long gone, the, the, the beginning of this just cracks me up. Um, so let's, let's <laughs> I love the acting on this. I haven't pushed the lawnmower in so long. <laughs> it was awesome. Do you have like a drone or something? We have to, we have yeah. to talk about that. Okay, so let's let's get this going. Isn't there something you'd rather be doing on a beautiful sunny day like this than standing behind this smelly loud machine? Oh, golly. So just think, <laughs> you put the time, money, the air, the bees, water, you could eat healthier if you perhaps grew food here. It's a win-win situation for you, your neighbors, and all of creation. And if we could just get other people to do this, we could be part of a solution to making a healthier planet. Would you help me? Yeah. <laughs> I am so grateful. I would invite you to come visit me in my fairy realm and I can show you some things we can do. Follow me. <laughs> Welcome to the fairy garden. Wow, this is amazing. I bet you know what this is called. It's a dandelion. Most people think this is a weed, but I want you to know that dandelion is one of the top five most nutritious plants on the face of the planet. You can eat the leaves, put them in a salad, put them in a juice. You can use them to make a quiche or spanakopita. And then the dandelion root, you can dig up and wash it and saute it or put it mm. in a dehydrator. It's a delicious vegetable, but it also makes a great tea for cleaning our liver, our blood, and our skin. So we don't have to go far to find another great plant. Right here is lemon balm. Lemon balm is a member of the mint family. You can eat the leaves, you can eat the flowers, you could juice it, make it into a salad, a pesto. It is so 
So and you can you can see what I mean that I just want to live with these people. <laughs> I want to live in the fairy garden. And I guess that's the this is your whole point is that basically we can and that we can create these spaces and and live this way. And we live right downtown. So I want you to know that we are like in the heart of downtown Boulder, but we have two compost bins. We're collecting the gray water um, from our, you know, gutters. Um, so we can all do something. But, you know, when I moved here downtown, I thought, oh, well, you can forget about gardening. But, you know, we are, you know, planting fruit trees around the neighborhood. Um, we're big on if you're going to plant flowers, why not look into what flowers are good for the pollinators, for the bees and the butterflies? Um, you know, if you're going to grow something, why not make it edible and medicinal? And instead of growing grass, that little patch could be providing fresh salad greens. And I'll tell you something, Joan, when we buy food at the grocery store, how long ago was that food in the ground? It could have been two weeks. It could have been six weeks. It could have been even longer. But the, as Bethy Lovelight was saying, the amount of energy you get from eating a salad that was growing five minutes ago it makes you feel like a superhuman. We really feel invigorated and we just need to rethink, you know, that weed, weed is a good thing. <laughs> yeah. And, and it really is about that shift when you, when I met Brigitte and I realized that there was all this free food right outside my door. And of course you don't want to get it from a busy road, but once you start to identify even just five to 10 plants, you're like, wow, we save thousands of dollars and they love to be pruned. It just makes them grow more. And, you know, once you realize that it's not normal to put a hazmat suit on and spray your food, you know, and yeah. it's like, that's what pesticides are. And when you start to go around and harvest wild weeds or even grow a little bit of your own food, you would really, you realize I would never spray that on my food. And I don't want to buy food that's been sprayed with something that's bad for me, bad for the bees, bad for the water and bad for the planet. And so just understanding and promoting organic garden, gardening and wild harvesting, and it can change your whole life, make you feel good. Yeah. And, you know, from my, my perspective, like growing up when I and caring about the planet, the thing that I thought about doing was working in solar energy. And so I went into engineering and, you know, it was all about applying this technological fix. And we actually like, we ignored the humans because we couldn't factor them into the equation. And, and of course, like the technology doesn't always deliver without the human supporting it. So I think that this thing of just working in concert, going straight to nature and that abundance. Like I was watching a video yesterday of somebody planting all the um, scraps from his kitchen, which one of our teams did this as their project for the challenge last year. She developed a method to take everything that came through her kitchen and regrew it. And she grew trees that she sold for money and she, um, had all this food during the pandemic, so they didn't have to go out shopping. Um, but it was just amazing just watching all this stuff popping up from, uh, you know, from what we would normally just trash. And so understanding that nature is so abundant, so generous, and that that's the kind of world that we can live in. So here's, here's my question. So somebody like me, I live in a, an apartment, there's no, um, 
there's no space for me to, to grow anything outdoors. So I have some things indoors that I grow. Um, but what would be your advice for where can I find dandelions that I can eat that I don't, that I, how do how would I know if they're not covered with pesticides or what would be an idea that you have for, for eating out in the wild somehow? Well, one thing we encourage people to do is walk more and walk down the alleys, um, you know, where it's not a busy road. But I'm also encouraging people who live in apartments, condominiums, because we live in a condominium, is to get together with other neighbors. I love, Joan, how you're always saying, like, create a team and, you know, see if you can't get some of the other uh, apartment dwellers to say, hey, we would like to have a community garden. We would like to have a place where our children and pets can roam without tracking pesticides into the home or breathing them in. So it may mean that you start going to homeowners meetings, that you meet your neighbors, that you have a petition and that you present to the, you know, the landowners or whoever you're paying your rent right. to. Um, but we really need to change that. Another small, so um, usually, at least in Boulder County, because we got this on the ballot, when pesticides are sprayed, they have to post a sign 48 hours before and after that they've sprayed pesticides, but you know, still you don't really know. So we're also encouraging people to walk more um, vacant lots. Um, but what can you do even in your backyard in on the sidewalk? Um, but again, if you start walking more and exploring the alleys and the perimeters of parks, you're going to you're going to find these things and it's not just dandelion there's violets and chickweed and malva and plantain um i wrote a little book actually it's a big book called the desktop guide to herbal medicine it tells you you know super nerdy heady stuff about you know what plants are edible and medicinal i also have a phone app called i plant with brigitte mars so you know, learning to identify the plants, taking an herb walk, spending more time in nature. And again, if you live in an apartment, uh, you can grow sprouts. You can, I have a few YouTubes, how to grow sunflower sprouts, but what can you grow on your balcony or your porch? Uh, cherry tomatoes or, um, you know, stinging nettles, for example. So you start, but I really do think community involvement because most apartments, they're watering the grass. Um, and if that water could be used, uh, it, you know, a proverb I heard as a teen that I love to repeat is, if you have water to throw away, throw it on a plant. Not only do we poison our yards, but we waste so much water. What if we collected water in a basin from, you know, rinsing a dish or rinsing a head of, of lettuce? And we just like, you know, gave it to the mint plants or to the, a, a raspberry bush outside. So we're going to need to do that. So we might as well start now. And just to add to that, there's um there's a neighbor right down about five houses down that has a bunch of dandelions. And so um, 
Brigitte does happen to know him, but I met him and then we just asked him, hey, do you spray pesticides? But we kind of knew that they didn't because you can tell that the dandelions shrivel up and they look really sick and dead. And his looked really, they look actually vibrant and alive. And we said, hey, we're gonna make a dandelion dish and we'll, we'll bring you some of it. Do you mind if we harvest your dandelions? He said, no, you go right ahead. So we made a friend, we made dandelion stuffing or dandelion loaf and um, bring him, brought him some, and then dandelion uh, muffins. So that's a great way too, to get to know your neighbors. And they're, they're usually not gonna use them and they're happy to help. And then it spreads the word that you can actually eat these. So that's another way you can harvest. That, I love that. Cause you could actually probably go on next door too and say, hey, anybody want some of their dandelions to yeah. be harvested and, um, and make a lot of friends. And the alleyways, that's a great idea too, because that's that area where they're probably not out there trying to manicure. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, meeting all these things. So nature is intending you to get out there, meet your neighbors and, mm -hmm. and collaborate. And we have a few neighbors who actually say, please come. Uh, we won't mow until you've brought your, your class here. Mm -hmm. um, your, our lawn is your lawn. So they, they really love it. And again, this kind of community activism is, is so important. Many people like they just can't be bothered, but you know, you ask permission and then you, you know, you bring them something nice. Mm -hmm. And this week we've had yellow dot quiche. We've had dandelion loaf. We had a, a raw vegan chocolate cake with violets on it last night. Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> and it really feels good. And you can also find on trails, you can take a little bag and kind of, you know, you know, you kind of have to, you know, I'm not sure all the legalities of that, but you know, it is a planet that we share. And if you find plants that you can harvest there, that's another good idea. Right. Well, and so as we're kind of co coming towards the end, let's make sure that people know what all you have coming up and how to find you. I put in the um, in the the details there, BrigitteMars.com and BethyLoveLight.com so that people have that contact info. Um, so what are some of the events that you have coming up? Um, Bethy Lovelight, do you want to start by mentioning Sure. Something that's happening and how people can kind of hear you and interact with you. Sure. We have a B-E-N, that's B-E-E-N, but we're also going to be there in person. It will be outside at the Honey and More store in Lyons, Colorado on June 6th from 12 to 5. Please come in bright colors and costumes, and we're going to be celebrating the bees and flowers and gardens, and there'll be music. I'll be doing some conscious hip-hop. Um, Brigitte will be giving an herb walk and Hopefully it'll be a beautiful sunny day and so it'll be music and kids and dancing and edutainment really. So, and uh, if you want to listen to some of my music, you can find me on SoundCloud and Reverb Nation and YouTube and at bethylovelight.com. That's spelled like be thy love light, B-E-T-H-Y, love light. Um, and yeah, you can hear my music there. So, and Spotify too. Perfect. Okay. Yeah. So Bethy Lovelight, that's awesome. So the be in on June 6th and, and Brigitte are there, I know you've got a ton of different classes and all kinds of stuff coming up. And, and also just to mention that, that Brigitte has, was it 14 books? So if you're, you're curious about this, she's probably got a book on that topic that you could dive into. 
Thank you. And if you go to my website, you'll see a list of classes because one of the things I learned is that even if you are a gardener, a lot of the weeds that come up in your garden are edible and that you can have two to three times more food in your garden if you learn to use the weeds. So while we're working in the garden and we're weeding, we're actually picking salad for dinner and, you know, the weeds are survivors. And when we look at this polluted planet with all its problems, I really feel that the weeds have some type of adaptative skill to survive adversity. They, they do well with less water. They survive frost and drought much better than our cultivated vegetables. And most of them are the ancestors of our cultivated vegetables. So it's a new awakening um, and it's really a beautiful lifestyle. And we just want to share it with people. And we're so grateful, Joan, for your part in waking people up. And uh, it's an honor to be on your show. And we look forward to meeting our new uh, friend from Africa. So reach out and because uh, we are all about making a positive difference. We can all do something. Yeah, this is this is really and this is what it's about, you know, is just the sharing ideas and and getting excited. Um, yeah, so I know that you have herb walks coming up. You have your 10-week herbal healing course. Um, and so all kinds of, of different ways that people can can get involved and, and dive in. And just what you were saying, it's funny, I was volunteering at, a, a, at Ecar Farm last summer and it was amazing too, because just as you said, we were pulling out this one weed, which at the moment I can't remember which one it was, but it was taking over. And but they were saying, well, actually, that's edible. So when we turned that around, I was like, wow, we had this huge harvest, and the the vegetables that we were growing were nowhere near ready, but this weed was was all over the place and was was ready to go. Um, and so then you also have um, the Light It Up show. Yeah, yeah so up. Light It Up is all about lighting up our lives in every way. So we interview all kinds of people and sing great songs. And it's really about activating all of our chakras and our body, mind and spirit. I mean, because really, for me, that's what this movement is all about. Like, do you want to feel good? Do you want to cleanse out all the bad and bring in the good, you know, and the good music and the good vibes and the good food and like, you know, come this way, because that's what, you know, all of us, that's why we're on this show together, right? And it's, we feel good, life is just so much more fun. So that's really what these eating these weeds and having a garden and sharing it with others. And it's like living the good life, you know, which is really actually the simple things. Yeah, it's it's amazing. That's when we see how much the brainwashing has taken hold when we think that the good life is this whole other path through all this other stuff. And it's right here. And um, yeah, okay, so let's see. You were just typing something in the chat there. Our show uh, lighted up. So if you if you go to our websites, but we are like so committed. Every day we can do something, and you know we've been brainwashed to think that we need to use lots of gasoline, that our food needs to come from other continents, that we need to have like you know asparagus in January. Um, so we're just saying, you know, let's look to nature. Let's be part of the solution. Let's grow edible foods. Yes, peace and blessings. <laughs> 
Amen. All right. And go forth and uh, be part of nature and this beautiful community that we're, we're creating every day. All right. Well, thank you so much, Bethy Lovelight. Thank you, Brigitte. It's Joan. Nettle juice. Nettle juice in yes. Boulder. Reach yes. out sometime when you're in Boulder. Okay. That sounds perfect. That sounds great. All right. So everybody get out there, show the dandelion some love and, and let's, let's have this transformation. So it starts with ourselves, transforming ourselves so we can transform the communities, transform our world. If you want to be part of a team taking something on, then definitely sign up for our 2021 uh, International Climate Action Challenge because we we hop on with people from around the world twice a week and and share what it is that we're doing during those 90 days and it's a pretty exciting um, a pretty exciting experience so we invite you to do that so thanks everybody and check out BrigitteMars.com and BethyLoveLight.com all right bye everybody have a beautiful Thank day you so much peace Thank you. and blessings.